0: This is a podcast from Minute Media.
1: Where does Baker go if he if he's not in Cleveland? Who's going to pick him up? Right? Who else is going Who else is going to pay him that kind of money? Uh, I don't know many teams looking for a, you know obviously a subpar quarterback or average quarterback to pay him you know top dollar, man. So I think I think his options are limited as well.
0: Hard to believe but two weeks left in the NFL regular season. We got a whole lot of Green Bay and Brady and the Cowboys. Wow. Let's go Dallas and the rolling chiefs. Uh, But as we start big man bets with the hall of famer Orlando pace and the seven time pro bowler, Nick Mangold. Uh, We want to give a little tribute to John Madden who uh, passed away yesterday, uh, 85 years old. And listen, for me growing up, Three o'clock Sundays. Summerall, Madden, the Alcoa, fantastic finish, the the Turducken. The guy was the greatest. Um, Orlando, what what do you what do you what do you think about John Madden? What comes to mind for you?
1: For me, it was it was really educating the fan base on. Uh, for me, being an offensive lineman, he always seemed to point out uh, offensive line play in the trenches, whether it was footwork. I know there was a couple games. Uh, with me just talking about footwork, hand placement. And I think he educated everybody because everybody, you know, other than uh, every other broadcaster always discussed the skill positions in terms of quarterbacks, receivers, uh, you know, defensive backs, whatever it was. Coach Matt had an opportunity to to really dig in the trenches and make it easier and educate guys. So you knew if he was calling your game, uh, you know, you better play well, you know, or he'll make some joke and make it really lighthearted about how you play, but talked about the, the, the technique of the game a little bit. Uh, you know, obviously with, with, with the telestrator and drawing different things. Uh, so it was always a joy to watch. Like you, I, I remember watching those games and, you know, all those, the sayings, the boom and, and, and things like that and, and using that telestrator. It was really fun to watch and I don't think anybody can duplicate what he did. Uh, although many have tried, uh, you know, John Madden is an icon of our sport. And uh, we were really fortunate to have him um, be, a, be a part of the NFL.
2: Yeah, it was um, for me, Madden was more of the video game era um, and growing up with, you know, learning all these guys' names just because they were in the video game um, and, and seeing uh, being a part of that. Um, I do remember the Turkey Legs. Always thought that was a cool thing uh, on the Thanksgiving games. But I mean, his legacy is unbelievable between what he did as a coach, um, you know, and then going into broadcasting, um, the way that he had uh, his handprint on the NFL uh, is something special. And so, you know, seeing the tributes pour in um, from, you know, even people, casual fans, um, not fans at all, to the diehards, uh, um, it's, it's been nice to see. Um, what his legacy has meant to this game. Did you play the
0: Jets on Madden?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Is that your (laughs) go-to? That that was my go-to. No, so once I started playing in the NFL, I think Madden kind of went away a little bit. I think that was more of a college um, grade school thing. I remember playing uh, the first Madden that I owned, I played on a PC. Um, and so using the arrow keys and I think um, I want to say it was, uh, was it Jason Seahorn was was my guy. Um, so I think it was like Madden 2000 or 99 or the Rams too. Greatest show on turf like, um, you know, it was just it was one of those things like I remember sitting in our basement. That's where our home computer was. Um, and, you know, just bashing away on the keyboard. Trying to get uh, those extra yards before uh, even having a PlayStation or Xbox or any
0: of those things. Orlando, were you a man gamer?
1: I was man in college. Uh, you know, just kind of. You know, I played a little bit, but uh, you know, obviously, when you get to the pros, you don't play as much. Uh, but one of the things I did enjoy. Um, you know, my kids still play, and I and I the kid, my kids probably retired me because obviously I was you know when they were younger I'm, I'm kicking their butts. And then once they start beating me, I just retired from the game, man. Cause they they spent way too much time on it, and I was like, dude, I can't I can't let my kids be talking trash around the house. So uh, I think they, they retired me at an early age at an early age in, in my career, my Madden football career. But I always used to go to Madden and to check out my lady, no matter what. And then we used to always have, uh, you know, whenever I saw him or some of the, the creators of the game man, why am I, I need my rating, my ratings higher, man. So my, why is my speed at a 75? I need to be like a 90 or something, man. <laughs> so I would always give him trouble just about the rating. You know, obviously with NFL players, that's a big thing. You want your rating to be as high as it can be.
0: Well, RIP to one of the uh, all time greats and, uh, you know, I, he's connected to, if you're Around my age, like you're you're in your 40s, you remember them from your childhood, and then for for kids today, you're connected from the gaming, and it's just it, at some point somehow you're always football fans are and and everybody's connected somehow to John Madden. So uh, it just uh, wanted to start the show honoring one of the all-time greats today. Let's uh, let's look at two all-time greats as we get going on the field. Look, the MVP race right now, it looks like it's going to. Aaron Rodgers and we're I think we're going to have a collision course here hopefully at least from my perspective Brady versus Rodgers in, in the NFC playoffs uh once again here the, the question is does, does Aaron have almost more to lose than Brady does to gain here I mean if, if the Packers lose again does this kind of just take away everything that the, that the Packers did this year and everything that that Rodgers has done or Nick how do you how are you looking at this because uh yeah, this is a, this, this a big-time big time, uh, moment, I, at least in my mind, for, for Aaron to, to really stamp himself.
2: Yeah, I, I think when you look at what Aaron's done uh, over his career, he's had a fantastic career, but he only has the one, and we say only, he only has the one Super Bowl win. Um, you know, you can you stack up the MVPs and, and get those things, um, but when you compare it to Brady with the amount of Super Bowls he's won, with the MVPs and everything, I think it definitely means a, a ton more to Aaron than it does to Brady. You know, this is – for Brady, I mean, shoot, you just kind of throw it in the pile. Like, it, it's just – it's another another stuffy that you have for the kids. Like, they don't even notice what they are anymore. Um, it, it's just another teddy bear. So, um, for, for Aaron, uh, it means a ton. I think the MVP would be great for him personally, but I feel like Super Bowl for him – Um, for as he's getting closer to the end of his career has to be the ultimate priority, you know, to be able to say that he won multiple Super Bowls, I think would be huge for his legacy.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. I think uh, when you're talking about his legacy, uh, what means more, obviously the championships, when you look at all the great quarterbacks of of their era, you know, Peyton Manning, uh, you know, obviously Tom Brady, all those great quarterbacks uh, ha- has won mo- multiple Super Bowls. And and for everyone to say Aaron has this, this remarkable talent at quarterback and, and his arm talent, everything that he's done, uh, to only have won one Super Bowl um, in an era where so many great quarterbacks have won multiple Super Bowls. Uh, and, and at the end of the day, when they look at well, his legacy, man, well, he was a good quarterback, but Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, all these guys won multiple championships and MVP. So... Uh, I think at this stage of his career right now, winning a Super Bowl uh, in, in a in a in a good fashion, he still has some years left in him. So uh, he wants to get he want to get as many opportunities under his belt to win a championship. And this year is probably uh, his best year to to win a championship. You can't go out to Tom Brady, especially it looks like they're going to have home field advantage in Green Bay. No way do you let Tom Brady come to Green Bay and beat you. Uh, I think that 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 will hurt his legacy big time.
0: Orlando, if you're picking the game. Let's say it happens. Bucks, Packers, playoffs 2021. Who are you taking?
1: I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, man. And I think, you know, the history has shown us don't bet against Tom Brady. Uh, he's just been there too many times. He knows what it takes. Um, I, I, but I, ultimately, I think it comes down to health. Who's the healthiest? I know they've lost a couple pieces on their team, but uh, his preparation and, and what he's done over the last 20 years, uh, it's hard for me to bet against him.
0: Nick, they're, they're kind of eking, eking by the Packers. Their, their special teams have been brutal. Defense has given up some points, but they're winning games. Uh, you know, how, how do you look at Green Bay versus Tampa?
2: I, I I mean, it's a tough call, especially, I mean, I think the big play that's going to come into it is is Green Bay have the home field advantage. Um, if Tampa Bay has to go to Green Bay, you know, you get one of those games where, like when the Giants are playing there, you get Tom Coughlin with the bright, you know, red face. He's frozen to death. Um, I don't know if Tampa Bay is ready for that. I know Tom would be ready. You know, he's done it. He's experienced it. Um, but the team as a whole, I, I don't know if they'd be able to handle that situation. So I think the you know, home field advantage is going to play a big part in it. Um, and I think Aaron has this chip on his shoulder this season. And I think there's something uh, about that. And so while special teams hasn't been holding up and the defense, you know, it was was strong um, and since, you know, had a little downfall, but I think can recover. um, I I think, you know, Green Bay is a very dangerous um, place to have to play. And so um, I I hate betting against Tom. You know, I've lost uh, multiple times uh, betting against him, you know, just hoping that he doesn't get the win. Um, But for this one, I feel like this year it's kind of set up more for Aaron Rodgers than it is for Tom Brady.
0: Who is the best of the rest or maybe even on the level of if if you want to go that far with Green Bay and Tampa and the NFC. Do you do you put Dallas up there, the Rams? Uh, Nick how how do you size it up here as to, you know, when you're when you're ranking the NFC right now, who do you do you put Dallas and and, and LA <laughs> on that same level?
2: Uh, no, they're, I don't think they're on the same level, but they're definitely um, th- th- true competition. You know, Dallas um, showed that they can take care of business when they needed to this past week, um, and the Rams, you know, have all the firepower they need, especially if Matthew Stafford's playing at his level. Um, so they're they're definitely up there. I think the Cardinals still, um, you know, they have the pieces. I, I think the inexperience is, is going to hurt them, um, but you know, they might be able to to sneak a win here or there. So. Um, You know, it's still interesting to me, the NFC. I know that it's a Bucs Green Bay division, um, but there's still some some teams in there, especially Dallas. You know, I I like Dallas that can come in and kind of surprise the team um, and and kind of shock a little bit. So uh, I think the NFC playoffs are going to be a lot of fun to watch.
1: Yeah, for me, I think uh, when you look at what both Dallas and LA's doing, they have enough talent on the field. The question is, can they play? Um, I like what Dallas is doing. Uh, their defense has really stepped up big time. Anytime you can get to the quarterback without blitzing, with your front four guys are getting healthy, uh, that always poses problems for addition, you know opposing offenses. And the Rams are coming into their own again. I think they're they're finally getting used new guys in the system. Uh, getting Odell Beckham uh, you know back into the system going to going to Minnesota and winning the game on a road like that was huge for their confidence so I think uh those two teams uh depending if they're healthy and and playing uh the best football that they could play uh they pose a major problem uh not only to Tampa but to Green Bay too
0: let's do a yes or no Dallas is a legitimate Super Bowl contender Orlando
1: yes yes uh I know the Dallas faithful will be happy I said that, but uh, they—they are—they—they they look like a complete team with a lot of talent.
2: I agree. Yes, uh, they do. You know, defense play well. You got Dak. You got uh, Zeke run the ball. So um, I, I think they're definitely uh, up there in the the um, potential to win the Super Bowl. Will they win it? I don't know, but they definitely have the potential.
0: Okay. Big man bets singing the Cowboys praises after crushing the Washington football team on Sunday night, (laughs) by the way, I did bet the Washington football team Uh, that did not work out well for me uh, at winbet.com. All right. Uh, And we're going to get to uh, Nick's gambling life in a little bit here, but let's, let's flip to the AFC. Uh, I I want you guys to take, take some quarterback questions on here. We're going to start with Pittsburgh. Uh, I think we all think it's the end of the line for, for big Ben, amazing career hall of famer. Who uh Nick, who do you think quarterbacks, if you were in charge here, how do you think the Steelers will play this? Who quarterbacks that team next year? know.
2: Well, this is gonna be interesting to see. You know, the Steelers pride themselves on, on this uh old school organization, you know, it's a family style organization. Um, you know, the longevity, you know, they've only had what four head coaches. Um you know, the quarterbacks stick around for a long while. So it's going to be interesting to see. Do they try to go all in and trade for somebody and get someone who's not at the tail end? We're talking like a Deshaun Watson who is still in his prime, um, or Russell Wilson. Um, but can you build long term around those guys? Um, and that's intriguing. You know, do they start with a? They go to the draft and hope for a rookie. Um, I, I, I just don't see where. I'm intrigued to see how this plays out because I, I feel like we hold Pittsburgh in the upper echelon of organizations and, you know, they do things the right way. Um, you know, they, they find the players and they make the players work um, with what's available or potentially available. And then with the draft, uh, what route are they going to take? And I, I just don't see they have so many other issues going on big Ben, Um, You know, he is at the tail end of of a storied career. Um, But, you know, their run game hasn't been anything. And their their O-line has been hurting. Um, The defense has been up and down. So um, they they have a lot of issues. And, you know, finding a franchise quarterback is probably the hardest thing to do in the NFL. Um, And I'm intrigued to see which way they go.
1: Yeah, for me, I'm probably making three calls. My my, my first three calls, uh, first to Green Bay. Uh, to Aaron Rodgers' agent just to, to pique his interest to see if that's something he would love to do. Um, and then I'm going out to Seattle, calling to Seattle, see if we can make a trade uh, with Russell Wilson. And then, you know, last but not least, i will probably go down to Houston uh, uh, and try to see if I can get Deshaun Watson. The tough part about the AFC North is there's so many good young quarterbacks there where you got Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, Baker Mayfield. You have to get somebody to compete. If you try to go out with a rookie – in the quarterback class this year is a, from what I heard, is a, a really weak year for quarterbacks. I think the most important part you make those three calls and, and peak their interest. But my my number one target would be Aaron Rodgers because you know he's unhappy in Green Bay, and I think the only way he stays there is if they win a championship. But if they don't win a championship, uh, I think I think uh, he's going to be looking to go elsewhere. Um, so I, I would make a call to those three places to see the peak interest. But I think Deshaun Watson uh, may be the answer there.
2: My concern with – I just don't see Pittsburgh doing the Aaron Rodgers thing because, they I mean, you get them for two years. Like, that doesn't seem uh, – we always talk about the Patriot way, but that doesn't seem like the Pittsburgh way to try to go in. I, I do think the Sean Watson being on the younger side, um, you know, where you, you could build around for a long time. Um, so, I, I, I'm i going to get you on this one, Orlando. I just don't see the, the Aaron Rodgers – I I don't see Pittsburgh doing that. And maybe I hold Pittsburgh to a higher level level than I should, um, but it just, it seems out of character as well.
0: Let's move over to Cleveland. What do we think happens with the Browns, Orlando? They, they're going to double down, triple down on Baker. You just gave them a little bit of love there, but. I don't know if they're going to give him that much love, and maybe maybe the Browns are looking to do something creative.
1: Yeah, I think I'm calling Russell Wilson uh, out of Seattle, trying to get Russell Wilson uh, explore all. Hopefully, they're exploring their options now in terms of talking to quarterbacks. I think those same two guys are in play, Deshaun Watson or or uh, Russell Wilson. I don't think Aaron Rodgers would go there, but uh, and then Baker might just win out uh, in terms of he's the best guy on the board for the Cleveland Browns. So they have to pay him a a substantial amount of money. So although his play hadn't, you know, warranted that type of, uh, you know, that, that type of money. So, um, but yeah, he's going to probably went out just through process of elimination, Um, you know, but you never know if he make a push these next two, three weeks, uh, he can always blame his shoulder on why he didn't play well um, over the past three or four weeks. But uh, I think he'll end up, ultimately, I think he'll end up in, in Cleveland.
2: I think, uh, I think what it's going to come down to is what Baker is looking for money-wise. You know, if Baker comes in and says, I want the whole bank and the franchise, I think they'll explore every option they can to, to get rid of him. Um, if he comes in and, and is reasonable, um, which I think would be a bad move because I think players should always get as much money as possible, Um, but if he does, if he comes in and says, listen, you know, I, I, want to be able to prove myself, give me a prove me deal, you know, pay me as a middle-class quarterback. Um, and I can show you that I could be the guy that's going to take us to the Super Uh, I think they stick with him. So I think it's really going to come down to, to what Baker does. You know, if he comes in and says, listen, I want, I want, uh, Patrick Mahomes money, give me, you know, 800 million and we'll see where we go. I think the Browns instantly pick up the phone and be like, all right, we'll find anybody and anybody else. Um, but if he comes in and says, Hey, listen, you know, we can stick with whatever whatever he's making out fifteen, eighteen million dollars a year, like let's let's try to build something here. I think they stay with him.
1: Yeah, I think I think he stays at Cleveland. I think that progressive contract he got there at Cleveland is is a sweet <laughs> deal, man. And they'll cover up the difference of whatever the Browns don't make, I'm sure.
0: <laughs> I mean I, I know I know you NFL guys night, I never begrudge what anybody makes you have entered into the most exclusive country club of all time congratulations it's amazing everybody plays sports you got there however I also look at hey man they're offering you 20 million dollars a year you don't have to move you're set up you're comfortable that's a lot of dough like you're, you're set your family set everyone's set like I, I would I'm getting competitive with money when maybe you're happy in a place to me that I don't get. it doesn't seem like guys that often choose that. And I quite, I don't really understand it. Does that make
1: sense? Yeah. Yeah. Let me ask you think, uh, yeah where, where does go Baker ahead. go if he, if he's not in Cleveland, who's going to pick him up, right? Who else is going, who else is going to pay him that kind of money? Uh, I don't know many teams looking for, a, you know, obviously a subpar quarterback or average quarterback <laughs> to pay him, you know, top dollar, man. So I think, I think his options are limited as well.
2: I, I mean, I listen. If you have, you look at if Houston unloads Deshaun Watson, um, you know they could look to to get him. Uh, Detroit, you know they need a quarterback. I think they'd be happy to pay him. So um, when when you look at it, when you're looking at, and you got to take away the numbers, it's just it's Cleveland saying, "Hey, listen, we're going to pay you twenty million dollars. You don't have to move. You don't have to do anything." And then all of a sudden, Houston's like, "Listen, we'll pay you thirty million dollars." you come down here I mean you throw your hands up you're like listen I, I'm unless the browns are gonna match where I can stay and stay here I'm, I'm out quickly because uh, how are you gonna pass that up I, I, I get it
0: but let me just ask you this Nick bangold what what do you do differently in your life if you made between if you made 20 million a year to 30 million what what extra thing are you adding on to your life that 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 you wouldn't do making 20 million dollars a year Carmen you don't want you don't even want to know
2: <laughs> I, I, I <laughs> so feel do for an extra. <laughs> I'd kill for an extra ten million dollars. That would be amazing.
0: <laughs> Orlando, like, would you buy an island? What would you do? I, 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 I don't like. I take me into that life. I want. I want to learn. Like, what is it? You know, for those of us in the in the regular world here, like, to make that much dough, like, how would your life change? Would you buy? Like, think, would you get? Yeah, go
1: ahead. No, no I, I think. It, and Nick <laughs> and Nick uh, kind of spoke on it. Now, when you're in the game, extra ten million dollars doesn't seem like a lot because you're making twenty. But 10, 15 years out the game, that extra $10 million means more, a lot more because you're like, dude, I can do – you know, you can do, you know, tons of things with an extra $10 million in your bank account, you know, obviously per year. So you're like, dude, yeah. In the moment, ah, yeah, you know. But, you know, when you retire, you're like, dude, I wish that extra $50 million, you know, if you, if you do it, the math, it's just like, dude, that that, that changes lives. Different. It's, it puts you in a different stratosphere. Shoot.
2: You even think about, you know, when you're, you're at the tail end and you get offered that one, one year contract, and, you know, it's a couple million dollars. You're like, ah, you know what? I've I, done. I've I played my time. I'm going to call it up. And then, you know, five years later, you're sitting there. Listen, if I had made that four million dollars, two million after taxes, that would be sitting. We could go on that vacation to Fiji. Like, Absolutely. What we do? Absolutely. Like, you're like, you know what? Maybe we could get that property in Cabo. And, oh, absolutely. You know, it would be a little different. So there's, you start you start breaking it down. You're like, well, listen, after I pay my agent and I pay taxes and I got the $2 million extra, no, that's $2 million more than I have now, like you start running through, like what can I do with that $2 million uh, that, you know, we don't have but could have had because I, I gave up and said, uh, you know, I, I'd rather spend time with the family or, you know, absolutely. this injury just isn't going to get me there. Like you start thinking about those things.
1: Oh, I know. Oh, I could have been a third tackle sitting somewhere on the bench somewhere and, like, and collecting a check. And I was like, nah, I don't need it at the time. So I'm like, dude, that whole I could have bought a you know my boat. I could have bought a big boat or something, man. Whatever it might have been. Uh just because you, you know, in retirement, you think completely different than when you when when you were playing. So
0: see, I, I didn't know you then, Orlando. But if you had called up Karm, I would have been like, dude, take the money, hang out. Yeah. You're going to be you're going to be on the big brown couch soon enough.
1: I know. I know. I know. Trust me. I know. I know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, Let's go. Let's look to be our see your future, be your future. I'm looking for total rebuilds. We want to give teams the courage to, hey, listen, know where you are in life. And sometimes you got to go down before you can come back up. So I'm, I'm thinking about the Seahawks who have a huge decision with Russell Wilson. The Browns are an interesting one. You know, may, maybe you consider doing a full rebuild, the giants who we'll get to with Nick that's out there. And then there's other teams that, you know, maybe you're trying to scratch and claw and get your way there, but you're just not ready yet. And maybe pull, uh, getting more draft picks makes sense. Lions, Texans, et cetera. Who, who if you're recommending of, of the, the bottom, not making the playoff teams, Orlando, who do, who are you saying? Look, just just stay in the rebuild mode. Get as many picks as you can. Trade your assets and, and play for another day.
1: I think I think the Detroit Lions. Uh, you mentioned them. Uh, one thing about that team, they 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 fight hard. They won some tough games over the past month. Uh, and and obviously the Campbell inspir- you know Dan Campbell's just inspirational story. Uh, but I think they, they got a ton of draft picks through that Jared Goff trade. Uh, so I think they'll they'll be set up. They have to choose the right the right pieces of that puzzle. But I think once they once they got a good offensive line, they play hard. Uh, just add a few more pieces, and they have a shot to uh, to do something here and, 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 and win some ball games in the upcoming year. So I'm looking at the Detroit Lions. I don't think Cleveland's ready for a rebuild. I think they just have a quarterback issue, but they have a ton of uh, you know talent on their on their defense. Their offensive line is good, uh, and I think those those two teams, especially the Detroit Lions. You know, build through the draft, build through free agency, and I think they'll, they'll be a better ball club in the next couple of years.
2: Uh, the one I'm looking at is the Seahawks. You know, they just – they have underperformed completely, um, and you find that kind of shocking because you do have Russell Wilson, and we always say that the NFL is quarterback-driven league. Um, so if you have a quarterback who can, can play the game uh, and get you wins, yet you're not getting the wins, you have issues. Um, so – if I were the Seahawks, you know, we talked about teams looking for a trade. I'd see, you know, how much can I get for Russell Wilson, and just start over and do a full rebuild. Take those draft picks that you could get for him, um, and, and you know, build it back up to what it was. Um, because right now, it just uh, it doesn't seem to be working.
1: Let me ask you, guys, do you guys think? Do you guys think Pete Carroll's time for Pete Carroll to go in Seattle? It just seems like just watching their games. Guys don't seem inspired like they once were. I know the talent is different, but he seemed like he's he's outgrown his, his time there in Seattle. You guys feel that way or no?
2: I, I would agree with that. I think he's he's gotten to the point where, you know, it's just it's that longevity. They haven't been winning as much as they have been. So, you know, once you get into that spiral, um, yeah, I think it, it would make sense. Um, I, I don't know if they're going to do it, but it would make sense to – to part ways. I know probably Pete Carroll is not going to hang it up on his own. He's going to have to be told that he's got to go. And I just, I don't know if Seattle is ready to make that move yet, Um, but I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, it it would not shock me.
0: I've always enjoyed the Pete Carroll energy, but I would also look at who can I get? Is there someone I'm excited about? And if there was, then I would, I think full scale uh, rebuild Seattle to me, makes sense as well. I mean, they were offered three first round draft picks for Russell Wilson last year by the Bears and they said no. Like uh Orlando, would you, along with Nick's point, would you, would you look, I'm I'm making the best deal that I can make for Russell Wilson, period, this offseason. We're we're going forward here.
1: Yeah, you you have to make that, you have to make that deal. Somebody's offering you three first round picks for for Russell Wilson because you gotta you have to understand whoever's in that the GM or or that president, you have to understand where your team is, right? And I think they were just delusional. I think they thought, you know, obviously they could win more this year. Uh, but yeah, you have to make that play, you know, send Russell, which I think is a good move for both ball clubs. Chicago could use Russell Wilson, but if somebody's offering you three first rounders, um, you know, you, you almost got to take that deal and understand where your organization is. And it's probably time to rebuild. I don't think Russell, uh, Russell and Sierra wants to be in Seattle anymore anyway. So I think, uh, uh it, it's probably a good time to make a move and, and do a complete teardown and rebuild.
0: I mean, quarterback hell though is a tough spot, right, Nick? I mean, look at your jets. That's just, you know, you're you're constantly searching and they you when you when you get in that spot, you just don't know when you're ever going to get out of it.
2: Yeah, we've uh we've been spinning that wheel since I got there in 06. I mean, we had Chad for uh two years, then we did Brett Favre, then we did Sanchez for five. And then we Geno Smith and then Ryan Fitzpatrick and then Sam Darnold um, and now Zach Wilson. So, I mean, those tires have been spinning uh, and, you know, it's, it's tough. So I understand that the frightfulness for Seattle to say, hey, listen, we're going to get rid of our you know franchise quarterback. That makes no sense. Um, but at the same time, it doesn't seem like he wants to be there. They aren't winning with him. Um, you know, what else are you going to do? You know, you got to, you got to try and you got to hope that maybe you have the people in the organization that can say, Hey, listen, you know, we can find the next Russell um, Wilson. And so that that's all you can really hope for. Uh, But I've seen it um since 2006 to now 2021, where we, we as the Jets have been spinning our tires. Um, And, you know, I got my fingers crossed that we, we have found, Um, our franchise quarterback in Zach Wilson. So, you know, fingers crossed and hope for the best.
0: All right. Let's go top of the AFC where they have found their franchise quarterback in the Kansas City Chiefs uh, who've had, you know, an an amazing, let's call it that, rebound from where they were at when they were under 500 after seven weeks of the season, uh, now sitting uh, clear as the clear one seed. Who, in, in your mind, Nick, is the toughest most likely challenger for Kansas City in the AFC right now?
2: Um, I I hate to say it because of of what they've been, you know, they've been up and down, but I I feel like the only real contender is the Bills. Um, You know, you look at uh, New England, um, while they've been playing great defense and running the ball, they've struggled uh, the past two weeks. Um, And, you know, the Titans just aren't there unless they get dinner. If they get Derrick Henry back, you know that could be a, a big boost for them. Um, I, I just I don't see, and the way that the AFC has been, you know, kind of shifting and moving about, I don't see any real contender to the Chiefs right now. You know the way the Chiefs have been playing defense, Patrick Holmes playing lights out. Um, I saw the graphic that they showed at their game. You know they had the naughty list and the nice list. I think it started. Uh, they're what three and four to start the season, and they're a seven zero run. You look at the statistics of the defense and how they've changed from those first seven games. Um, it's remarkable. I think they they gave up 10 turnovers the first seven. They've now since taken, uh, I think, 11 turnovers. So, like, they have done a full scale switchover um, and playing great ball. I, I'm a little concerned. The only thing that has me pause a little bit on it is, you know, maybe they peaked too soon. Um, they, you know, they got hot a little too soon. But at the same time, you know, I think. They're rolling, um, and I just don't see anybody stopping
1: them. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think the Buffalo Bills are probably the top contender, but uh, I'm going to continue with my same theme I have the past few weeks: the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, nobody's really talking about them, but me. <laughs> but I, I just think I just think what Jonathan Taylor's doing in that running game. Uh, man, they got some. They got some big guys up front that they can run the ball, and their defense is playing really good football. Uh, as long as they can run the ball and not put the game in Carson Wentz's hand, I think they'll be fine. I think they'll be a tough out in the playoffs once they get in. Um, but uh, the Tennessee Titans is another team. If Derrick Henry comes back with fresh legs and healthy, uh, they, they're, they're a problem for any team in the NFL. If they can run the ball and it, the way they do and play solid defense. I think uh, those three teams will be my top, top three contenders to take KC out. And, and you're always concerned about KC's defense a little bit. Uh, and then, obviously, are they peaking too soon? To your point, uh, they're playing really good football right now, but uh, you know they could easily revert back to playing, you know, week, you know, two or three football the way they were playing. So, uh, just you know, it should be a fun, fun ending, fun playoff, or you know, whoever those matchups may be. But those are the three top teams I think can can give them a challenge. It's
0: it's interesting that neither of you mentioned the New England Patriots or Orlando. <laughs> do you look at them as? pretenders versus contenders. Like, do you see New England as a team that could win a playoff game?
1: No, I think we talked about it a little bit throughout the season, just that rookie quarterback. Um, and we, we're kind of seeing a little bit of it now. The more defensive coordinators get a book on these young quarterbacks later on in the season throughout the playoffs, they disguise coverages. They do a ton of things that will make it difficult on a, on a rookie quarterback. He, he's had a phenomenal year, not taking anything away from him. But now this is the time of the season where where, where the cream kind of rises to the top, and the good teams really show their head. and And the quarterback it has to make plays. You can't get away with throwing three passes and winning a ball game in the playoffs. It comes down to scheme and, and, and those types of things. So I think, although he's had a great year, they'll make a nice run in the playoffs. But I don't think they will have enough, and uh, you know, in terms of their quarterback play, to 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 win a championship.
2: Yeah, I think. I think New England is very good at scheming um, and able to to kind of uh, hide a little bit that rookie quarterback. But when you get down to the the nitty gritty of the end of the season, trying to make playoffs and, and getting in, uh, like Orlando said, you know, defensive coordinators have now have their book on you. Uh, they can scheme, they can you know find your tells, cover things. So it, it's going to get very difficult for them. Um, if they get in, I, I could see them maybe winning one, um, but that's probably about it. Um, It's just, it's, it's such a a tough road to go down. um, And, you know, I've been, I've been saying it rookie quarterbacks, just uh, I'm not feeling them.
0: All right. We are at my favorite part of today's show, which is new year's resolutions. I don't know if you guys do these, but you're going to do them today, at least to the best of your ability, hopefully. Okay. Okay. I want three resolutions for, uh, you know, one each, for three teams in the NFL, what they can do better in 2022. New Year's resolutions, if they're not going to do them, we here at Big Man Bets are doing them for you. Uh, Nick, I'm going to have you lead off here. Th- three teams, give me their resolutions.
2: Uh, first one is the Seattle Seahawks' uh, resolution to, to blow it up, tear it all down, and start over. Um, get yourselves right and, and, you know, figure out how to get back to the winning ways. Um, Resolution two is build for the Chicago Bears, build around Justin Fields. I feel like they they have something going there. Um, He has been playing pretty well and I want to see them do well. That's the Homer, uh, Ohio State Homer in me. Um, So I want to see that happen. Um, And I think resolution three would be for the Cleveland Browns. Um, please stop being the Browns and just, you know, you have the opportunity to win. Um, win, you know, you have a great running game. Defense is, is going strong. Um, I know there's been injuries and, and whatnot, um, but, you know, it just it always seems like, hey, you know, Cleveland's got this great story going, and then it just kind of crashes and burns. Um, I, I hope for next year, you know, they have this great story going and they actually do well with
1: it. Yeah.
0: Courage for, courage for the Seahawks. The Bears to believe in in youth and the Browns to trust anyone but yourself. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Wanna underline that. All right. Orlando, you're up.
1: You know, man, me and Nick shared where my my first resolution was fire Matt Nagy of Chicago. Bring somebody in that uh, can help develop uh, you know, Justin Fields into be, you know, into his strong suits as a quarterback. Cause I think this kid has a ton of talent. And I think he could be a, really successful if they surround him with the right pieces and, and coaches and development. And then uh, I, I think that's my current theme for most: uh, Jacksonville Jaguars hire Byron Leftwich to go down and develop and be a, in Jacksonville. Let's turn that 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 organization around. You know, you have Trevor Lawrence at quarterback. He can do a lot of great things. Great arm talent uh, in, in in that. And then. Uh, you know, obviously just get a coach in there that can de- help develop that guy. And then Pittsburgh, let's make a decision on quarterbacks. Uh, I think they have a good nucleus at defense. Uh, do you move on from Ben? Uh, ben, obviously you will and, and, and make that decision, make that play for, you know, a, a top-tier quarterback. So get a quarterback, surround them. I think Mike Tomlin's probably the best coach in the National Football League, and, and uh, hopefully they make the right decision in terms of who, who who's their next quarterback. So I don't know if that's There's a, a resolution, of- but... <laughs>
0: I'm hearing a lot of courage in our yeah. in our in our resolutions. Here, rip band-aids, move forward. Yeah. Time to uh, yeah, uh, live your life to the best of your abilities. I, I like it. Uh, any gambling resolutions? All of our gambling, by the way, done with WinBet Do we have any gambling resolutions that we have learned from 2021? Orlando, you're you're back in the uh, the contest here with a three and a week, twenty three and twenty three. I'd like to apologize to you. I buried you. I said it was over, but you're three games back of 26-20. and 20. Uh, Nick Mangold, who went one and two last week. So do we have any gambling resolutions?
1: Yeah, never give up on a season as long as there's time on the clock. man, you got a chance to come back and, uh, and be in this thing. So never give up on your, on your gambling, uh, you know, your, your season, man.
2: My needs, you want... Never bet on the Giants again.
1: <laughs>
0: Let's make our picks this week as mentioned, Orlando 3 and 0, which means uh, by big man bet rules, you go first this week uh, with your pick of the week. Uh, Nick, you, are you I see it on your face right now, you're, you're sweating this a little bit. You're you're feeling the heat.
2: <laughs> feeling the heat, was, you know being the one and two man is not fun, I, I get Orlando's pain.
0: Uh, but we're going to fix it this week.
1: Okay, okay. Uh,
0: there we go. No, no lack of confidence. Orlando, who's your pick of the week?
1: My my pick, I'm sticking with my uh, Los Angeles Rams, three and a half over the Baltimore Ravens. I just think the Rams are playing really good football right now. Not sure what, what Baltimore is coming into the game with. I know Lamar Jackson's been out the past couple weeks, but I think our defense is starting to play. Uh, I, 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 Matt Stafford and that team is really starting to put put some pieces together, put some some, some long drives together, win some ball games. So, I'm going with my Rams over the Ravens.
2: Um, I'm sticking with the hot hand of the Packers. I think Aaron, you know, he's just playing playing lights out. So, Packers minus six and a half over
0: Vikings. Orlando going with the heart. It, it gets a little dangerous, but sometimes the heart comes through. Let's go, let's go, upset. Nick, you're up.
2: Uh, so actually going head-to-head against uh, my good friend Orlando here, um, I will take the Ravens plus three-and-a-half over the Rams. Uh, Rams come to the East Coast, 1 o'clock game, always difficult for the West Coast teams. Um, we don't know what's going to happen with Lamar, but I, I got a feeling that he's going to be coming back this week. Um, and so 1 o'clock games are always tough for those West Coast teams. I'm going Ravens plus three-and-a-half.
1: Nice. Nice. Me, I'm going, uh, because you guys talked about my one point spread last week, I am going with Jacksonville, Jagu- Jacksonville Jaguars, 15 and a half versus the new, plus 15 and a half versus New England. I think they're going to play hard. They're going to get that win uh, one of these days, uh, just as they're motivated a little bit. I think they'll play, I think the game will be much closer than 15 and a half points.
0: I have lost way too much money on the Jaguars this year, so good luck with that one. I, I like it. I, I, I like Contrarian, but the Jaguars have been killing me. Uh, all right. Over-unders, winbet.com for all your gambling needs. W-Y-N-N-B-E-T.com. Orlando, who, who you going with the number?
1: I'm going uh, over 41, Miami Dolphins versus the Tennessee Titans. I think that's going to be a low-scoring game. I think both, uh, you know, obviously Miami coming off this this Monday night game. Uh, Tennessee not knowing who they, they they have some injuries. I think it'll be well under the 41 points. So good game though. Um,
2: all right. So I uh, I also have the Dolphins Um but we'll go head ahead and go with the over Ooh. 41 points. Um, I just I like points. And so unders have killed me um, in the past couple of weeks. So I'm going over.
0: This is making the competition even more interesting. The head-to-head plays here, and you guys are kind of following through on the New Year's resolutions, which are trying to give courage. So, Nick, you're basically saying I'm going to take you out, uh, and or Orlando's well, I'm coming straight at you. So, yeah, money where the mouth is on big man bets. Damn it, that's how we like it.
2: Love that we, you know, we make our pet, our picks independent. And yet this week we have two going against each other. Two going against each other, absolutely.
0: So. <laughs> I, I was given a little too much credit that you were like trying to have it, but that's how it's working out. So <laughs> I, I think that's a beautiful thing. Hey, two weeks to go and uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy New Year from all of us here at Big Man Bets. It's uh, going to be a hell of a playoff coming up, but let's let's enjoy the rest of the regular season. Gentlemen, good to be with you.
1: Thanks, man. Happy we'll see